raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. is 317-684-8444 if you'd like to contribute with our voicemails. But before we get to those, I have to thank Senator Todd Young. Oh. He reminded me that today is Indiana Statehood Day. It was today in 1816 that the great state of Indiana became official, 207 years old. Oh, boy. That's exciting. Do they normally have a, like a party at the state house? They, uh, yes. Uh, they they used to when Jim Merritt was there. Mm-hmm. He was very into Statehood Day, and he would have all, all sorts of local youth come in. And the, uh, the year I was there uh, when they did that, I think I was there two years where they did that, they had some big reading of something Merritt did it and, and that was when pence was governor so mm-hmm. he was there i don't know if they're still doing that or not but uh yes it uh it's a it's it used to be a very big deal it's a big day for indiana all right let's get to some phone calls uh we've got rob one rob two and rob oh, three we're gonna exciting. get through oh my goodness <laughs> as i named them after you thank you uh somebody wanted to call and leave you a message before you go on oh. vacation Hey, Rob, I just had to call and give you a hard time before you uh, leave for extended vacation. Um, I think it might have been on Wednesday's show last week. I was playing catch-up. So, um, But anyway, you had mentioned, uh, or you had asked Casey if she ever had trouble forgetting names, and you said occasionally you have something, but it wasn't a big issue or whatever. And I just remembered a few days prior to that when you... We're having a difficult time remembering the wise Latino woman. I just thought that was kind of funny. It happens to the best of us, Rob. So, hey, <laughs> thanks. Uh, you guys have a great show. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, let's see off the top of my head mm-hmm. if I can do the nine Supreme Court justices okay. unprompted. Are we ready? Yeah. All right, so you've got the three Democrats. It's uh, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Katanji Brown-Jackson. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. You've got Alito, mm-hmm. you've got Roberts, you've got uh, Coney, uh, Coney, Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. uh, you've got Kavanaugh, and then you've got, I'll be darned. <laughs> One more! Oh, no. Oh, no! That's, uh, oh, uh, the, uh, the, the. Gorsuch. There we go. Wow. You're like trying to prove what a great memory you have. And then whoops. Nice job. There's been so many uh, changes. It used Mm -hmm. to be, you know, it used to be like these people were justices for so long that you kind of just got them. And then you had a decade to basically be right. But now it seems like it's changed so much the past four or five years. It's hard to Mm -hmm. keep track of all of them. You have to do those uh, mental calisthenics to keep that brain sharp. What percentage of the populace, Casey, you think could do what I just did, which is name the nine Supreme Court justices? Probably not a lot. Off the top of their head. I mean, as soon as you said them, I was like, yep, yep, yep. But I I couldn't have done it. Yeah. 
So good that's for I, you. That's what I bring to the table. Very nice. Uh, another phone call. You've been cleaning out your office. You're yes. moving offices. It's done. Oh, you're done? It's done. Oh, really? I'm going to leave some little, uh, like a national, uh, what was that Nicolas Cage movie, National Treasure? Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave like some little hidden treasures in there for Scotty to see yeah. if he <laughs> finds them. But yes, I'm I'm done. Some little Easter eggs <laughs> later to be discovered. Um, okay, well, somebody wanted to call and talk about you moving your office. Good morning, Rob and Casey. I understand Rob bemoaning the fact that he's going to lose his office. Been there, done that. It's work if you do it right. However, maybe he should just be thankful for still being gainfully employed. (laughs) And then on the other hand, he only has a few days of work left in 2023, and he is in contract negotiations. Maybe they're trying to tell, well, gee, man, you know, not said. You know the thing. They're trying to give you a subtle hint that's not so subtle. Um, Here's the thing that I've discovered in these contract negotiations Mm -hmm. is that it's not so much that I'm so good, but no one who could do what I do would do it for as cheap as I'm willing to do it. No one undersells themselves uh-huh. like me. Uh-huh. Um, because then they know this. And actually, when, when it was still Emma's when we did the last one, the lady who I was with basically alluded to this. We know how much joy you get out of making people at the state house miserable, mm-hmm. and that's factored into the amount right, of money right. that's, we're, that's, we're willing to pay you. That's payment enough. Yeah, that's like a, a lot of radio stations down in Florida. They'll say, "We'll pay you in sunshine," which means you're not going to get a high salary, but at least the weather's nice for you, Rob Kendall. They say we're going to pay you yeah. in misery of yeah. everyone else at the state house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. One more phone call about you. Uh, this is your last day for the end of the year. Oh, my goodness. Listen, this morning, I just was reminded that Rob's going to be missing for almost a month. I now I have something to look forward to. <laughs> hey, Casey, have a good day. Bye. <laughs> oh, We've boy. long talked about this. What does it say about a person? And there's these people in the YouTube who we always laugh at who they subject themselves mm-hmm. on a daily basis to something that brings them Misery. It would be the equivalent of when I'm home, if I watched The View. Right. Every, why, why would you do that to why yourself? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. You know they're teasing you. Yeah, I because did. if they didn't care, they wouldn't call it Well, all. I think there are people who genuinely listen out of hate. You think I don't so? know. I, abso- oh, absolutely. Kev, back me up on this. There's a huge <laughs> portion of the populace who listens out of hate. Yeah, they, they feel a lot of anger towards you. They, yeah. they listen out of hate and they cheer for my demise on... A daily basis. Yeah, they're they are your worst enemy. Absolutely, for sure. literally, they, yes. They just want to get their heart rate up. Yeah, I guess. I don't That's know. That's what it is. Well, but- you want to you you can. You can all listen in happiness over mm-hmm. the next whatever that's going to be. Well, I don't know. It really depends because it depends on who's filling in and how they do. Are you working the whole time? I I think I'm taking a couple days off. Yeah. Are you working the whole time? No, I'm actually I'm going to be off this Friday and then I'll be back next week for like two days mm-hmm. and then I'll be off for the rest. And then of the you're year. done because Hammer's done on the 14th. Yeah. So. so I think we should just really put on a a polka. Mm-hmm. 
music and Absolutely. just and just go. Oh, they say when Tony Katz does that, it's great. When he plays <laughs> He's not playing polka music. When he plays though. the Little River Band's Cool mm-hmm. Change on Thursday or whatever he's playing, <laughs> they just think that's great. That's fantastic. I, uh, I, he also has a sponsor for it, so that's, that's why they let him do it. So, if man. we got a sponsor, they'd let us play polka music too. Um okay, so we had this uh big long phone call about Chester and Spike, the dogs from Looney Tunes. We did get a couple of calls about that. Wait, wait, so. wait, wait, wait. That's that cartoon you used to watch in the 50s, right? <laughs> Somebody actually has a comment about that. You saying it's from the 50s. So I realize I'm late to the party when it comes to commenting on this, but the whole Looney Tunes cartoon you guys were talking about with the mm-hmm. dog, Spike, mm-hmm. um, Rob, I'm 35 years old. I'm actually a few years younger than you. And, yeah, that was that was on rerun in the 90s. Oh. So I'm not sure why you keep saying, oh, it's for the old people. <laughs> I'm younger than you, and I know exactly which cartoon Casey was referencing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not just for the young people or the old people. <laughs> Apparently you just didn't watch Looney Tunes as a kid. And if you were watching MTV Bruce Springsteen or something. Yeah. Okay, so over the winter break, yeah. which is what I'm going to call this. You're going to catch up on your Chester and Spike? No, no, no. I just I have some life advice for our audience. Oh, and then okay. first of the year when we all come back together, uh-huh. maybe we'll be able to carry this forward into the new year. Okay. Don't take it all so serious. <laughs> you do realize sometimes I will just say things to see how much of a rise I can get out of people. And this particular topic, Casey, uh-huh. has 100% proven that. Yes, just the well, flood of emotion uh-huh. over these two stupid little dogs <laughs> that have been on TV for 60 years, and it has just worked out brilliantly for me. Well, mm-hmm. I think it offered some perspective because this made me realize that uh, Chester and Spike transcends generations. I mean, <laughs> you've got good. millennials listening to it, too. I mm-hmm. think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable. <laughs> You will find people will find things if they're accidentally on national television, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like if, if something is rolling, somebody will see it. It doesn't make it good. But I've never seen a better example of how you always say, you know what? When it's something like property taxes, yes. nobody, you know, let's yes. let's do something. Let's get worked up about this. No phone calls. When it's something silly like a cartoon or a Mexican pizza, we get flooded with phone calls. Yes, this is another great example someone of that. Someone should create a cartoon mm-hmm. that talks about property taxes <laughs> so again point proven mm-hmm. which was the point i was trying to prove yeah and the only way for me to prove the point was to <laughs> do this and again our audience has totally helped me prove the point so next year yeah. everyone yeah this is entertainment mm-hmm. we're here to be educated and informed mm-hmm. but i wouldn't get so riled up about everything where we need to spend four days trying <laughs> mm-hmm. to prove a point on the two stupid little dogs i was trying to prove a point the point has been proven we can move on to different things. Not before we get to this last <laughs> phone call. Because, Rob, somebody is actually on your side. Hey, guys. Uh, Casey, I'm, I'm taking Rob's side on this. I'm 59 years old, <laughs> and I never heard or seen a Chester and Spike. So, uh, and I'm older than Dirk, and I've never heard of them. So i got to take Rob's side on this one. Thanks, guys. Does that make you feel good? (laughs) Knowing that Sony's on your side, who hasn't seen it either. I had a conversation with someone over the weekend who works in the state house, and he goes, I, uh, this has been a little while ago, but he goes, I had a 
I had a meeting with Holcomb's people, mm-hmm. and somehow your name came up, and oh, they boy. didn't know that we were friends. Oh. And it's good to know that uh, the governor's thinking of you. Your, your name came up, and the guys, one of the guys in the meeting, the just like it was like Pavlov's dog's response <laughs> when your name was mentioned. <laughs> F that guy. Oh, except he said the word. The, the, yeah, the word, and he. <laughs> But he works the state house. Goes, I just wish people knew the real you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more phone call to get to, and this is from a new listener, and she wants she's looking for advice or direction. Oh my God, what is wrong with this house? Are we really trying to turn? This government all over to these liberals who are too stupid to know we're a republic, not a democracy, although that's what they're trying to make us. I'm just so flabbergasted over this Kevin McCarthy deal now. We got rid of one. We're getting rid of another. Anyway, what could one do? Beside that, Rob, I'm glad you're still around for another week so you could (laughs) discuss this. If you haven't already, I sure am going to miss you, although I do love you and Casey together because she soft plays your rough tone that you do on the radio. I love you guys. Anyway, I'm kind of new to Indiana, and I'm so glad I found your radio station. My name is Nancy, and I live in Greenfield, but you guys are the best. Thank you, but please help. Help figure out what to do. (laughs) Oh, Nancy, we're we're far beyond figuring out what to do. <laughs> like, I think the advice you heard a minute ago, going into the new year, don't take it all so uh, seriously. Uh, look, your government is run by absolute morons and clowns. Mm-hmm. They have everyone's interest but you at the forefront of their thinking. And unless you're willing to just totally throw all of these people out, I mean, here's a great example. So we'll see. Here's a great example. You're going to have your friend, Charles Bookwalter, is running for Congress next year in the 4th Congressional District. You just did an event mm-hmm. for him at Premier Arms. He is... Biggest a, uh, biggest crowd they've ever had there, by the way. He's an A-plus candidate. Mm-hmm. He's running against an absolute, just horrific, a person who's done an absolute horrific job in Jim Baird, who is a total do-nothing, go-along-to-get-along establishment clown. And you, you people will have a choice. If the people are sick of it, they have an opportunity to put a rock-solid constitutional conservative and Charles Bookwalder in there. However, Jim Baird is going to have infinite money thrown at him by the people he supports and props up, and he will have the party apparatus behind him. And I really like Charles, but he's going to have a hell of a time because he's not raising, as most challengers do against entrenched incumbents, the amount of money to blanket the airwaves. And it's another example. There are opportunities to fix this, but so many people are just so apathetic yeah. that they're not willing to do the work necessary. I mean, coming up next year, uh, everybody's going to have an opportunity to run for delegate to the state convention. Micah Beckwith is going to be on the uh, at the state convention for lieutenant governor, which will give you an independent check and balance of whoever wins that governor's race. Are you willing to put your name on the ballot and run for state delegate to ensure that happens? Are you willing to help get people elected to state delegate who are going to ensure that happens? If you're not willing to put in the work, you're not going to make any changes. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.